Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, the first episode of 2020. Joining me today is Travis. New Year, same McClunky. And Brian Malkowitz. New Year, (laughs) D-Team. Wow, I'm demoting myself. (laughs) Nice. Got got demoted, that's not good. I'm your host, Destin Legary. Thank you so much for joining us. On today's episode, uh, we're going to kind of go over everything that happened while we were on break with the world of Destiny and ask some questions about some news, fun news rumors that have been going on. So let's let's get started with the fun news rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, people were starting to talk about Destiny as a movie. Hmm. So uh, Bungie's Robbie Stevens told Hollywood Reporter, anything is possible. One of the advantages of Bungie fully owning the Destiny IP is that we have freedom to create and make those choices. Whenever we think the time is right, that's all I can say about it. And I wanted to pose the question, what would a Destiny movie look like? I don't think the in-game storytelling of Destiny has been that great. It seems like everything's sort of splintered. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe with the, the new storytelling threads that they've left open and they're beginning to close up, it might be a little bit better. But um, it would, it's very hard for me to imagine what the movie would be like. I agree. Uh, there's just too much to explain in terms of backstory. But mm-hmm. I do think that if there's a way you could explain the whole setting of Destiny, I do think the arc in Destiny 2 Vanilla, at least the story part, is the like, Red War. Yeah, yeah, the Red War is like probably I'd the strongest that, material they have. Maybe yeah. maybe the collapse after the Golden Age, after they found the Traveler, like do a do a story about how humans went to Mars and found the Traveler. True. And do a, you know, do a whole thing around that. Yeah, they probably wouldn't want to do anything that's in the game. Now that no, I, I, yeah. I mean, the Red War, I think you're right. That, that one is like a very cohesive story. It probably would work the best of all, like the in-game storytellings that we've had would work the best from front to back. But I yeah. don't think they would want to do something that's directly in the game adapted to the silver screen. Yeah. I think a story about one of the characters, like like Shin Malfer or something like that, focusing in on one known character would be a really, really smart move. And just telling one of the stories of that character during yeah. one of those time periods that you guys mentioned. I, well, obviously not Red War. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that could potentially work. I think doing anything that we've seen in the game is just too in the weeds. and on the nose. They, they've even also changed the direction of how they've decided to tell the story of Destiny with... Right. Like, uh, the Exo Stranger and stuff like that, not even being part of the, involved in any way anymore. Um, yeah. What would you think if they focused in on uh, Aldrin and his sister and their relationship and how that that was? Uh, That'd be a created. cool like like sci fi fantasy adventure. That'd be very sci fi. Blue That'd characters. Be... It's almost Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go almost Avatar with it. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, like then they have the you know the the issue of explaining the Woken. And the Awoken and where they came from. Yeah. 
you know, in the biggest in problem with Destiny movie that. is explaining the setting. And that's the big. How do you that's even why get there? How do you even that's get why to I the, said that like, yeah. if you're going to do a Destiny movie, just start from the beginning. Where the we, collapse would be a horrible movie, though. So depressing. It oh, ends yeah, with everybody yeah. dying, yeah. And basically. Well, yeah, it ends with everybody dying, but maybe you know, maybe at the end they're they're just a spark of hope. I don't know. They, I, maybe we don't have enough tragedy films in the world of cinema. Maybe. That let's do it. It almost seems like it would be better suited for a TV show, but I don't think there's any TV shows that would have a big enough budget to do like a proper. That, that was the that was the other the option. Budget. That was the other option that they mentioned was like doing a doing a television series, and that that can be interesting because Mandalorian was so successful. And Battlestar Galactica had a decent budget. Mm-hmm. Come on, it was, I love that show. I mean, it was pretty, it's fine. Okay, okay. The, watch the, it today. The I've I've done a recent watch through, and it was fine. <laughs> it, well, it's it's fine. But, yeah. Even the story of Ada One and this band of people trying to get to a destination, I think that could easily facilitate a longer, more drawn out explanation of how they got from point A to point B and how they put her inside of a true. XO, basically. Yeah, that's true. They could just go really small with it, not try to explain the setting, just tell like a really contained story within yeah. the universe. And in that, in that case, how do you, how do you, how do you title the show? Cause if, if you do something destiny, yeah, if you do something, the eight one story. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's like, you can't call that. You can't call a show about eight one destiny, right? Like, cause there's, you know, there's just so much overarching over destiny. When you think about destiny, you think, the the war with the darkness and so you can't really just do a story about one you know no nah, i don't want to call her like a, a low-level character but just you know one yeah. contained story like she's that. tertiary yeah. exactly you yeah. Can't, yeah you'd have to do something with the overall thematics of destiny who is the you, main character in destiny uh the people in the I, power I, I think i would say i don't know yeah i want to say so it's us. an ensemble cast. i would say, I would well, say the, our guardian traveler and, and the ghost you know yeah yeah i suppose that's a really tough question. Who are the main characters? The people in the tower I yeah. see as like the core, like good forces. But for the evil, it's so, I don't know. You got they, your, main, your main antagonists, obviously, are people from, you know, the hive, you know, with Crota, yeah. Oryx, Sabathun, all that, and his family. Who, who's still alive? That's a major villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, if, if you if you make a destiny like narrative in on, for TV and and in the movie, you don't have to like worry about like being in the same time period as the as the game yeah. is at the moment. So they could do an old one if they wanted to. Like if they wanted to go back and revisit Oryx or stuff like that, they wouldn't have to worry about it. like oh he's dead in the game. You can't do a TV show about him. Mm-hmm. What if they just did like a uh, like a Karate Kid, but two rivals in the Crucible, and it just focused <laughs> on there. So, so Shax is just like, <laughs> just, like main character. nothing yeah. to do with like the larger narrative of Destiny. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like rivals having like a stupid like they get in a fight at a party and you know. kill each other but yeah. like, oh, don't worry you just kill him he's fine he'll be red yeah, like three that's seconds my he'll vote. be fine that's my vote those are our uh, story suggestions I guess you could call it <laughs> slash movie slash TV we ended on the strongest one yeah uh, let us know what yours are in the comments below that'll be your homework for this week to sort of uh, you know have an interaction with the show uh, next up let's talk about everything that has happened since last episode on the last episode know. we rescued saint 14 but he had to stay in the infinite forest and Mm -hmm. uh during our break he came back he's in the tower now and he brought with him a large trials banner that is just laying on the ground below his ship yeah and a few other things have happened uh what what else happened with with the bugs that people are getting with Mm -hmm. the trials card popping up yeah, like that. there was the mm, trials card that. that was popping up. I don't know if that was 
Yeah, I'm sure it was real. I think it's coming back. It, it, it yeah. will in some in some capacity mm-hmm. at some point. Next season. Uh, I, I, I think it I don't want to put a t- I don't want to put a t- I don't want to put a date on it just because you know us as a as a community have a tendency of hyping things that have not been mm-hmm. you know told by us by Bungie and then us being completely let down. Like, I, everybody thought Trials was coming back this season. Well, well, what do you think? Do you think it'll be next season or later? I don't know when it's coming back. That's just all I want to say about it. It's like, I have no idea. You don't even want to guess? No. That's no fun. What about you? I'm going to guess. Yeah. Next season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that, that's fine. That's fine. I just don't want to like... I mean, we. I, mean, I, I personally thought it was going to come back this season because it seemed like the timing was right and the Mercury mm-hmm. Association, Osiris, yada, yeah. yada. Now that we've that has passed and we're seeing even more indications that this thing seems to be coming... I don't know. I'm hopeful. I won't say next season. I'll say the season after. I feel like the PvP team, they're definitely like working on stuff. Mm. So maybe they just need a little bit more time. Like a summer event. Like here's trials. Summer of trials. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Well, I guess the follow-up question would be, do you think they're going to have a major fall expansion? Because when do these four expansions that everybody's paid uh, for the run out? One, the fourth one ends in summer because we we've already had one. Yep. And then this, we have, we're on two. We're on two. Yep. Three is March. Then four would be summer. No. Well, it's going to be like, so when did Season of Dawn start? December? Started, started yeah. December. 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 March. January, February, March. It goes four months. Like, yeah, so, so March will be, the ne- will be the third season. Well, the last activity on our list, I wrote it down here on the run of show. Is Two, four, but that goes like through February. So, yeah, so basically, there's, there's nothing March, on April, the... May, June, July, August, September, October. So then September would be set up for yeah. a big expansion. Yeah, do you, that's what I mean. do you that's what think I mean. they the do The final it? expansion would end in summer. I, well, sorry, what I mean mm-hmm. is that it, when I mean end in summer is that the last one will come out before, like during summer, not end. At so yeah. do you guys think they do another expansion pass to give them more time to make like Maybe even in like Crazy World Destiny Three, or yeah. do you think a major drop is coming I think this so. holiday? I, I think there. Are, I don't. I don't. I don't. I definitely don't think Destiny Three is coming this holiday. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll get another expansion, like a Shadow Keep, like a Shadow Keep Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think yeah. you're right because I'm looking at it from a development perspective. Of they just became independent, and they're probably you know dealing with a ton of stuff. You know. That's just such a big change. But yeah. the, on the other spectrum, though, is like when they were making uh, last year's season pass, they had extra developers working on it simultaneously while they worked on Forsaken. Uh, I'm sorry, not Forsaken, but for, for Shadowkeep and all that stuff. So, like, I think wasn't Menagerie done by Vicarious Visions? The Menage- that, that whole season? Uh, that might be right. I, they, th- I think is they, Vicarious I think they, Vision still that's still under Activision, so they don't have any help from the okay. developers mm-hmm. for all that you know supplemental content. So it's going to take them even longer. It's going to take them even longer is, since you know all that stuff can't be outsourced unless they have outsourcing going on internally that we don't know about. Honing mm. back in on the question at hand, will trials be next season? I think we got a raid next season, and we got some another story beat. But I think that the um, the trial stuff will be right before whatever the big new thing yeah, is. Yeah, I think fall. I think it's smart um, in terms of like you know how uh, how much content would be in the fourth season pass. So when summer mm-hmm. rolls around, they do that season. That season has trials, and then they go. Then they'll then they'll also be able to do the Age of Triumph stuff, um, and then they'll be able to like. Yeah, I'm not saying that has happened, but it'll, it'll probably be a thing where they you know refresh all the old raids too. In order to be I would, brought up, brought forward, even Destiny One raids, I would love to. I would be happy. Oh, yeah, I, I would love if that there's too, no too. new raid, but they said we're bringing back all the Destiny One raids. I would be very happy. Yeah, when I said old, when I said refreshing old raids, I meant like Leviathan. 
you know, and then the raid layers that came before. Came do you think after. that'll happen? You think it'll be like it'll that. be like the, it'll be just like what they did with with, uh, Destiny, with 1. Destiny One when they brought forward Crota's in and Vault of Glass hmm. and King's Fall, and they brought those all forward. So you guys both think Destiny Three is I th- for sure happening? I I think mm. it's for sure happening at some point, but not no way this year. I think it's either happening or like this is what they want to do with the Destiny franchise. They're just going to leave it in Destiny Two. To the engine, I, think a, I don't think there's a better chance of that happening than people think. I, I tend well, to agree with my, you. My, but I think my whole take on that, though, is like they've been so they were so I, I they were kind of limited in a lot of ways by Activision, where it's like, hey, we want to release a big release every two years, so they didn't give them a chance to to you know evolve the engine too much or even use a new one completely. Then they and they had two big releases, Destiny One and Two, that just. Tank, I don't want to say tanked because there's a lot of people still playing it, but met with a lot of negative feedback mm-hmm. that I think that they don't want to do that again, that they want to take the time to make a brand new entry without the influence of Activision under it, under its, uh, its publishing and just have something that people are floored with from the beginning or right. that being their hope. So what I think will, will happen is we won't get Destiny 3 this fall, but I think we will get a new release of Destiny 2 because we have the Xbox Series X and the oh, PS5 yeah, coming sure. out. And I think that they'll want native versions of that, not through back compatibility. Yeah, they're going to want... They're gonna you know, want, maybe 4K, 60 FPS like PC. But, gonna, they, but they don't need to do anything special. They can no. just you know turn the slider up basically on their, their yeah, version can, of they that. They can update the engine to work with the new consoles and have yeah. a better frame rate on console. I, I, but simultaneously you, you keep saying you, you think they're going to update the engine. That is a massive undertaking. No, sorry. For, I, don't, I don't mean for Destiny 2. Like I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like I think they want. I don't want to say like build a new engine from scratch, but I think that they want Destiny three to be a much larger game than what they were able to do with Destiny one and two mm-hmm. um, without the influence of Activision because they have full creative control now. Yeah, so they're not limited by like, hey, release this in twenty in twenty twenty one. They kind of are though because of finances. Yeah, of course you're going to want a new title at some point. You know, yeah. to, I, well, to they, money. we know they're developing an, a new game. Yes, we do know that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. That's right. From yeah. from the was it Tencent that invested in money in them? Well, there well that there's that one for Tencent, and I think Chris Barrett said he's working on something new on Twitter. Hmm. Oh, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They they have a stuff in, in it could be Destiny, but it could be a new idea. Yeah, it's Destiny Pop. Des- oh no, Gears <laughs> Pop. Yeah. That game was okay. Um, yeah, so I mean, all that stuff's going on. It'll be interesting to see if they go Destiny two. I I think they might just be like, okay, we've done what we want to do with Destiny. We're going to keep modifying this engine. We know how to use it well enough now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we just the, the thing is, is like also the other thing that happens is there's a lot of narrative going around when when the community suggests something or they they were unhappy with something. Mm-hmm. You know, the community managers like DMG or Cosmo, they always come back with like, oh, this might be a, like a a limitation you know stuff like that so it's like maybe we can get to a point where like things that seem simple can you know be simple with a newer or a much more upgraded engine yeah we'll see hmm. yeah uh the other new thing that happened is uh i guess we got a new exotic quest yes it was very yes, short did. it was yeah uh i'm although it actually is that but it's a short, okay it's a short but sweet thing so i think yes mm-hmm. yeah Especially yeah, from a lore perspective I really, really like the lore aspects of it. So I will say that um, I didn't mind that it was short just because, you know, time's a resource and you don't want to necessarily do a long, purposefully padded quest. True. That's just like, go shoot 100 things. You just figure out the fastest way to do all that anyway. That was what I appreciated about this quest is like every time we get something new, you know, in a season when things are time gated, 
I feel like they're I feel like they're always locked behind us doing things that we always do normally mm-hmm. or just recycling old content. It's like, mm-hmm. cool, we didn't get we didn't get this mission and said go kill thirty cabal on the easy in the EDZ before actually starting the quest. We did get that earlier this season. We not did this time. You're right. <laughs> and, I'm, and that's why at this time I appreciate it. It's like, hey, go to Twilight Gap and then here's some cool lore while you're you know yeah. running around doing this. And really like that quest running around and you know pressing X on these little dead robots was really just you know for them to make it not seem boring of you just standing sitting there listening to them talk even though mm-hmm. it was important it took it me so long to find the content. ones in the snow dude it took same mm-hmm. i was i i'm embarrassed to say it took me maybe 40 minutes to get the class. <laughs> I, was I don't know if it took me around. that long i was I watching actually, the show i wasn't really yeah. i'm really bummed cuz i captured them all but i've been doing a lot of spring cleaning i must have cleaned when i was cleaning out all my files like digital cleaning um i think i deleted all the capture i brought for the Oops. show so i was like oh, oh. no <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so that quest was it is what it is. Did you guys stay for the all the dialogue? I, all the I did. Yeah. I even stayed through the two hundred uh, second Me too. countdown just in just case, in case, just in mm-hmm. case there was some extra like dialogue at like the ten second. Was there? That's what I thought. No, 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 no there, there was wasn't. Was I like, after, why are you here? Yeah, after after <laughs> like after they actually stop, then there's nothing for the rest of the two hundred seconds. Yeah, it would have been great if he was like you. You can like you go back to the tower or like, something. Why are you still? We're not going to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah. that would have been worth it. Though. Yeah, that would have been yeah, worth God, it. That yeah, extra yeah. dialogue that you were hoping. Um, I thought there might have been one line at yeah. the very. But end. So you, you didn't get to try out the gun. I didn't get to try out the gun yet, but uh, yeah, I, I saw you know. The, I uh, did. I I hopped into the PvP, did a run with it. Uh, you can actually feather it if you want to use it more like a traditional sidearm, like just sort of tap yeah. on your button or your mouse if you're playing on a mouse or you can hold it up charge it and then it does like basically a death beam it does seem pretty powerful it doesn't seem like it's controlling the meta or anything you still get beat out charge wise with a lord of wolves Mm -hmm. for example yeah so it's good it's it's an interesting sidearm that i actually like more than i expected to Mm. um not going to change the meta or anything though no brian i i think i think it's fine um in, in a lot of aspects it just you know, feels like 1K light. I know that's uh, oh. people have been saying a lot of that. That it's mm-hmm. kind of it doesn't. You know, it it functions the same way. You, like you know that laser fusion rifle effect that 1K it's, has, but with no primary ammo. Though it takes primary yeah. ammo. Yeah, it takes all 15 of your rounds right after you charge it. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, like say, like I have I, I've used it a lot in PvP. It's 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 or sorry PVE. How is um, it in PVE? It's fun. It, it, you know, it obviously like it, it's it's one of those one of those exotics where it's like it, it kind of just it's fun, mm-hmm. but like you have builds and other guns that have more optimal DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I you know then I've watched some other videos of people taking it into PVE PvP and using cool builds with like Wings of Sacred Dawn and like just hovering in the air and <laughs> melting people with it. Yeah. I have to wonder how realistic that is because, like, you hop into a casual game and you're nuking people that are probably at a lower skill level than you. You're not like going to hop in a comp and do that, right? Yeah, I don't think you're going to hop into comp with a with Devil's Ruin and Wings of Sacred Dawn and hope to come out as the victor. But yeah, and then uh, Brian, you had some notes about some of the gear changes. Gear changes. What gear changes did I talk about? The notes that you put for the run of shit. Where did I put the notes? They're literally at the bottom. You know, they're your right. God's caress. Oh yeah. Well, that's just because when they did, they disabled Warm God's caress. Is the hammer? Because of glad, because yeah, because yeah, because like it, you, you, Thanks, punt, you, you get you get the the buff, and then you can just swap out the gear and put it right back on, and then you have it on there. Yeah, and it, they disabled it, but for some reason they didn't disable it with the warlock winter's guile arm, which mm. melee kills increase your your uh, your damage. Um, and then you can just when you get that buff, you can swap it off, swap it back on, and then that buff just stays there with no countdown timer. 
Um, and then you can pair it now. Somebody, I think it was yesterday or, or, or today, but somebody, I forget who it was, sorry, is that they, you can stack one, two punch with, uh, so if you have one in your primary and one in your secondary slot, you can shotgun, switch the other one, shotgun, and now you have times two. Oh, and then so then you just pair that with melees, and it's just that's it's ridiculous damage. I don't know if that was intentional on Bunny's part, but it does say one one two punch times two on it. Mm. Oh, so it's like it's a stacked buff that you know has actual text times two on it. So interesting. I don't know if Bungie is going to get rid of that or not, but there's the downside that you have two shotguns. Did they disable Telesto? Because all of these builds <laughs> seem to be focused around shooting they, the orb. Yeah, they, there, the is more, there is more Telesto bugs and like that. <laughs> and like, again, I've said it before, but I love the narrative that this gun keeps eluding <laughs> Yeah, it's great. And they cannot figure it out. And it's so good, and I love that. And I hope that gun never goes away because of it. They, they should create a lore story about yeah. why the gun gets disabled and taken I, away. Yeah, I think, I Isn't think there some joke somewhere? In. Like you go into the infinite forest and you have to use Telesto and then it breaks at the end of the quest, but it breaks for all players bro- and for all of each, <laughs> but it's, but it's just like an infinite time loop of just it breaking. So every time they fix it, something else breaks on it and they're just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beyond that, we got legendary sundial. I've totally forgot that that happened. Uh, it was harder. That yeah, was it was. It. I died a few times. It, it was mm-hmm. definitely, you know what? I died a few times in regular sundial too. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no it's 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 just it's just it's fine yeah like it didn't yeah. really it didn't really add anything to experience except for adding oh no there was champions on the regular one so. yeah well the uh the boss his lightning powers were yeah pretty Stronger. nasty yeah mm-hmm. i think it, i think it's also because i think his his uh thing is increased arc damage mm-hmm. and also increased aerial damage too so if you're in the air and those lightning things are hitting you it's over yeah um that yeah i mean otherwise the real thing that added was you get a pinnacle drop for your mm-hmm. first picked weapon per week per character. Yeah. So it seems like we're going to get two more legendary bosses for the other two. And then on February 4th, we're getting the Oblivion's Triune, who I assume is just going to have all three of the powers. It'll be oh, like, he's uh, just launching. He's going to be an inf- uh, Infinity Gauntlet uh, Scion. That's going to be the whole... I, that's what I assume, right? I imagine so. Yeah, they haven't said what he is. or I, 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 I think you might be right. He's just going to imbue all their powers together and then mm-hmm. just be a little bit harder. And the bosses we faced in the sundial. Cool. Um, on the horizon, we have the 128 Bastion exotic quest, and then two that four. That longer. That quest. Yeah. Uh, data mining suggests that it's a longer quest. Hopefully, it's not grindy. Did you but look at it? I, I did look at the first half of the quest, and it's just, hey, do some crap before. Damn. Really? You know, that you've done, it's, Thirty it's, cabal. It's, it's like no, it's it's uh, spider bounties. Oh, yeah, spider boundaries. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, then 2-4, the Empyrean Foundation stuff, and Inotam, uh, as well as Crimson Days on 2-4. And then that's that's it. That's it for this season. Mm. So overall, knowing uh, what's coming. Yeah, unless there's like a secret something that they might throw mm-hmm. in there at the end. There. Well, we thought there was going to be a secret something at the end last time, and you're, it didn't happen. Right, right, so right. I wouldn't set any. I'm not. Ex- I'm not yeah, yeah. Thinking it, it was Final happen, Assault, but- Destin, and it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was fine if they it brought something. back Imago Loop, but they didn't. Uh, I will say this. I've been playing Destiny less than ever before. Uh, I signed on. I did the Devil's Rune quest, and I'm keeping up with sort of the lore, but that only takes like two hours. I don't really feel like there's anything that I, I personally want to mm-hmm. chase. There are things that a lot of players are chasing, like titles or whatever. I just I don't care. Yeah, I'm mostly I'm – kind of, I'm, well, I'm not – been playing a lot especially over the break mm-hmm. but i mean like i'm getting to that point where i'm tapering off because 
I have all the triumphs necessary that you can get right now for yeah. the title of this season. Um, and so everything else is time gated, so I mm-hmm. can't get those triumphs at all right now. So I'm just finding less and less of an incentive to continue Sign on, up. except for finishing the season pass mm-hmm. um, ranks. I'm at yeah, I'm, two. I'm, I'm almost there. So. I'm rank 19. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I well, right I went there. on my honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, you're so, right. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. It's like, but on my honeymoon, I would I signed on and I just got the exotic from Zur, so I have all the exotics from the season, right? So I'm still at. You have all exotics except plus for the you have, one. Plus you have all the rest of January and all of February. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, He's not going to care. But why? Yeah. Like, what do oh, I uh, care about? The, the like, thing, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go get the yeah. two guns from the EDZ that I didn't get yet. I don't really care about the role. And then next season, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. And, and I think that's a problem with this model. Because every season, they're just going to sign on, hey, you have a new armor set you can get, and hey, you have a new set of weapons you can get. And to me, I'm just like, so that's just the quest... That's your structure ad nauseum. Yeah, I'm I not excited by that. Exactly. I, I, well, I'm not excited. Like the season pass thing is, uh, is extra to me. Like that's just like, mm-hmm. actually, I don't really count that mm-hmm. like, as like when I'm thinking about the season itself. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my hope is that Destiny 2 isn't leaning into this like, hey, every season there's this new six-made player match-made activity that just feels more or less than the same as the one we just got in the season previous. Like it's... It, Sundial feels a lot like final, or sorry, Vex offensive mm-hmm. in, in many ways. And Menagerie. And the Menagerie. I know mm-hmm. the, the Menagerie was a little bit of a breakout because one, it was the first six player made mm-hmm. match made activity um, that did things well. But for some reason, Sundial feels like more of a reason why we should never have raid matchmaking than the Menagerie. But that's a different story. Um, the last episode we said we were wrong about this season. This episode I said we were wrong about being wrong about this. No, it's, it's not that. I, th- I, was I still think overall the season is fine. And I, it's yeah, I don't fine. Take, I don't take back what we said in that episode. It's fine for me. It's bringing up concerns about this model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's what I have. Is I just don't want every season post a big expansion to be. Hey, here's this new six player made match made activity. Where next you season until the next until the next one. Next but. season, new six-player matchmade activity, new set of weapons to get through some you know grindy thing. I really hope it's not that. It's just I don't I don't because like I, after playing a lot of Sundial, I'm just like I don't want to play with five other random people who who just want to do their own thing and yeah. just like like why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like I just want to get through this activity. Yeah, I have to play a lot more of it because I still have to upgrade the last uh, obelisk. You know. Yeah. I have all. I have the obelisks upgrade. I have all the obelisks upgrades. You play a lot, and I have like, and I'm stacking a fractaline for the. There's a triumph. I forget how much you need to uh, donate. I think it's five thousand. Oh wow! For it all, so I guess I'm almost there. I I just hit that point where I'm just like, why am I chasing this stuff? Yeah, right. You know, like it was sort of fun to do the power chase because you need to be prepped for like whatever the next activity is. I did hit nine sixty, the base or whatever, right? Mm So that chase isn't there. They, I don't really need to prep for anything. I don't need these weapons. The meta is going to change. I'm prepared more than prepared for anything that could and be I, encountered I mean, this season and potentially the beginning of next season. So I'm really struggling with like, why should I sign on? But beyond the the two things or so that they have, uh, Empyrean Foundation and Inotam, which I will and Bastion. So those are the three reasons. So I'm 128. I'll sign on. I'll do the Bastion quest. It'll probably Assuming take a it's night. Not Unless it's time gated, and then uh, I'll check out Imperium Foundation. And I'll kill Inotam. 
And that's probably yeah. the amount that I'm going to be playing this season. Are you, you guys are playing way more than I? Yeah. Well, I'm going to honestly like like once I once I get like once Inotam comes out, if that's the last thing, the last barrier between me and the title for the season, I'll probably stop playing. Mm-hmm. That's because and, and, and that's fine. If you stop playing until the next season, that's fine. Like I've done everything that they are offering in this season. Like I personally, I don't really care for Crimson Days, so I'm not going <gasps> to log in for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, PvP. But yeah, I'm just uh, just not into it. So it's like once once that title is done, I feel like I've put my effort into the season. And then if that's all there is to offer for the game for this season, then I'm done until next season. Yep. I heard this before from like what I'm feeling. I think uh, Steven Rue, when he was on the show, he had stopped playing for a while and he's like, the curse is broken. <laughs> like, like, I don't feel like this need to sign on. And I think once you have a gap, which mm-hmm. for me is like, I went on my honeymoon, I was gone for like a month and a half and I'm just like, do I, re- is that really what I want to do when I come back? I want to mm-hmm. go chase some weapons that are going to be obsolete next season. Well, especially, I mean, even worse so the armor. Or the armor. It's the like, armor next season. Is, it's going to have a new perk. It's yeah. going to have a new... Yep. I mean, uh, assuming that Bungie finally takes the feedback into consideration, it's like we do not like that you create a new like perk set mm-hmm. that is incompatible with previous armor sets. Like It should just terrible. be a seasonal slot that like, changes every season. That's, that would be, that would be mm-hmm. fine. It's like if it, but it's like... I, so if why would I masterwork any of my armor going through the season? I didn't masterwork any of last season's armor. Just because you get free masterwork from yeah. the mods, Dungeon, the mods but. tied to the the what are they called? The sundial, sundial. Sorry, yeah. so the obelisks. Ob- I, yes, that's it. The mods tied to the obelisks. Those are staying, right? Or are those going away? I don't think those are gonna go. Yeah. So the obelisks will always be there. I, so again, I I don't know. Well, no. If man, that's a no because the sundial I, is going away. I think if the sundial is going away, the obelisks the obelisks serve no can't purpose. Be I don't think if the sundial. Yeah. So you got to get those mods before they disappear. Assuming yes. that they even stay through, they'll the probably season. just go into general rotation. Oh, then um, well, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Think they, they can't just take before. away mods. I think. I mean, they, they did. They did ne- with the artifact. They've never done yeah. that before. They did with artifact. Technically, you can take away the artifact mods, but yeah. you can't just say, "Okay, ten percent of our player base gets all those mods." Well, that's that's also true because those mods are specifically oh, designed that's right. for that season. I'll, I'll admit, I've played mm-hmm. dozens of hours over the break of Destiny. I still don't know what the whole charged with light. And yeah, it's, I yeah, still it's, don't know what it does. Yeah, I just haven't been. Paying it's attention. really, it's really just like <laughs> you have an, a piece of armor that says, "Hey, do this," and you'll become charged with light. And then there's other mods that are like, "Hey, if you're charged with light, you can do this." So okay. it's really just about getting a stack of charged with light, and then then using that to gain enough. Yeah, light. I haven't. So I think my biggest piece of feedback is I think they do really well out of the gate. They did pretty well out of the gate with this particular season. They had enough interesting things to sort of keep us going. And then tapered off really bad. They did not pad the end of the season with enough interesting things. They were just kind of like legend sundial just is doesn't feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about this week one, right? Like we all said like, oh, yeah, it feels good now. But we also realized like this is one activity. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a sundial. It's probably not going to last. So yeah. I think we're just at that point. But I also feel like we, you know, I haven't been on the show forever, but I feel like this is kind of something that happens it's normal. at the end of seasons. Yeah. Roll, riding the roller coaster. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So we'll see you in March, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's the last episode until the next season. Yeah. We'll see you then. Yeah. That is, uh, that is it out. for this episode, though. So, um, yeah, it's good to see you guys again. I hope you are having a good 2020, everybody watching and, and you guys on the show. Yeah. Brian? Before we go, mm-hmm. I want well, taking it back to the very first conversation we had about the, about the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a Warmind movie mm-hmm. where it's like almost Ultron style where he just like 
takes over like a robotic body or something like that and just becomes a sentient being and then just you want terminator 2 yes <laughs> okay or age but of ultron the but, you know, right. <laughs> age, age of ultron movie but good Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I okay. look forward Sorry. to hearing what the viewers uh, think. Of, yeah, I, I would. I want, send us your pitches. I really am interested in. <laughs> yeah, and also send your hate mail to Brian. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Until next time, everybody. Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.